0: This is the Africa Weekly podcast brought to you by Kabara Media.
1: Members of Parliament elect Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud as Somalia's 10th president after over a year of delay, anxiety, misgivings, and apprehension on the horn of African nation of Somalia. This development is seen as an effort that could put the country on the trajectory of long cherished political social and economic stability amidst other heightened challenges this is africa weekly hello and welcome to the program i am zulayhat belegobir after long delay and waiting the wait was over, a Somalian parliament, through voting in the protected green zone, ushered in a new leadership of Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud, who defeated outgoing President Mohamed Abdullahi Fermajo, whose popularity has declined in the last five years. He held sway as President of Somalia. His critics accused him of making Somalia's conflict and the economy worse and that he tries to perpetrate himself in power By stalling the election that ought to have taken place a year ago.
0: This is the Africa Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Kabara Media.
1: Let's bring in our analyst for this week, from Kaduna, Nigeria, Abu Bakr Ahmed, a political journalist, researcher with Liberty TV and radio. Before we dwell into the analysis, let us take a listen to Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud's speech shortly after he was announced winner by the parliament.
0: My country needs to work forward and not go backward, and it doesn't need violence and revenge. Whatever was done to people, we call for forgiveness
1: okay so um abubakar what was the voting process in the somalian presidential election you know because it was not an election that was uh, not conducted in line with um, international suffrage practice
0: well the election pattern in somalia is not like you said uh, similar to what is synonymous to any democratic practice because in the case of uh, somalia there were reasons that made that country to adopt the indirect system of uh, electing the president. And basically the pattern of election was that uh, clan and clan leaders uh, you know, we are saddled with the responsibility of selecting delegates. About 135 clans produced uh, 14,025 delegates. And it was that, you know, delegates all out of the 14,025 delegates that, uh, you know, the uh, House of Representatives or uh, the two houses, you know, emerged. They select members as representatives in the two houses of the Somalia Parliament. And uh, this constitute the Senate as well as the House of the People. The House of the People has 275 representatives while the Senate has 54. So it is the Senate that has the responsibility together with the House of, uh, you know, or House of the People to produce, or to elect the new, uh, you know, president for Somalia, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, you know, within the green zone of the country, which is one of the secured area, mm. as far as uh, you know, the capital is concerned, that was where those uh, you know delegates emerged, converged, and uh, you know, elect the new prime minister, and that saw to the emergence of uh, Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud as the new uh, president. You know of Somalia, and the practice under the Somalian system is that uh, the president, having been elected by the you know houses, will nominate a prime minister, mm. and eventually that is how the cabinet will be formed. So, in the case of um, Somalia, because of the security challenge, mm. because of the issue of finance, as well as um, you know other challenges. Mm. Is what led to the country to adopt this uh, indirect system, but, like you said, it's not in line with the international suffrage that allows for one man, one one vote to, uh, you know, play out. But uh, we hope that uh, this will be one of the major tasks that lies ahead of the new leadership in that country to ensure that going forward, elections are done in such a way that the popular wishes or the general uh, will of the people Mm. will prevail as to who becomes what in that country.
1: That's true. So, you know, Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud that was voted out in 2017 was re-elected in the indirect election as the 10th president of Somalia, right? Mm. Uh, What would you say could be responsible for his second return in view of the, you know, populated number of candidates?
0: Well, uh, at this point I could say that... um Somalia, because of the challenges that the country is currently grappling with, needs someone with the experience, uh, you know, like Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud, because he was the country's president up to 2017 Mm -hmm. when, you know, a change of government brought in uh, Mahmoud Abdullah Farmajo. So Farmajo took over from him. So I believe that he has firsthand knowledge of the challenges in the country and what needs to be done to address the uh, you know concerns. I think this could be responsible for his second return. Even though his exit, uh, you know, from government was not palatable at that time. But I believe that at this point, uh, Somalians realize that they need someone with the requisite experience to be able to uh, pull the country out of the current uh, challenges confronting it.
1: Okay. So, what would you say are the major challenges the Hassan Sheikh led government will be, you know, confronted with?
0: Well, there are lots of challenges, but I think primarily the country or the, uh, you know, Hassan Sheikh Mahmood government will have to confront the issue of um, conflict, violent conflict, mm-hmm. which is being orchestrated by uh, Al-Shabaab. Okay. Al-Shabaab has become emboldened, you know, in the last, uh, you know, uh, few months. Because of the series of attacks that this you know terrorist organization has continued to uh, you know uh, carry out on innocent civilians within uh, you know Somalia so the issue of returning uh, the country to the verge of security is one of the major challenges that uh, you know Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud will have to uh, you know face in his uh, presidency secondly the issue of climate change because as it is currently climate change is affecting substantial part of the uh, country the arid zones are experiencing drought mm-hmm. and that has pushed over 4.5 million people into a very dire uh, you know situation already over 700,000 uh, somalians have left or have fled the country mm-hmm. so the issue of how to uh, respond to the you know climate change that has manifested in form of drought will be one of the challenges that, uh, you know, the Mahmoud, the Sheikh Hassan Mahmoud presidency will also, uh, you know, confront. Thirdly, the issue of um, police and military brutality, mm-hmm. you know, Somalia, like uh, other developing countries are battling with the issue of police and military brutality. Mm-hmm. This is something that, uh, you know, has angered a lot of Somalians, uh, even in the build up to the uh, election that uh, produced. Uh, Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud. So I believe that uh, going forward, in order to win the trust of the Somalians, he really needs to do much in terms of reforms that will bring to an end or to a bearable level the issues of uh, police and uh, military brutality. Okay. I think the last issue, which is another very, very important issue, is how to uh, you know, ensure that uh, the country really gets the needed support from Uh, you know international community and donor partners because as it is the challenges confronting the country will not be surmountable by the country alone Mm -hmm. and lastly let me not forget the issue of the economy because the issue of the economy is what is what is partly responsible for pushing out uh farmajo from office because Mm -hmm. the economy is very there and if you look at the horn of africa There are about eight countries south sudan sudan somalia ethiopia this is a this is one of the you know crisis prone region of the world and the economy is not in any way in good shape if you trace the history in sudan umar al-bashir was ousted because of the economy and if you narrow it down to other African countries, where coup d'état took place recently in Mali, yes. the economy was central to yes. that. Exactly. So the economy was also central to the to the uh, you know a uh, uh, voting out of um, uh, you know uh, from office, which I believe that uh, Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud is fully aware of the task that lies ahead in terms of how to fix the economy.
1: Which yeah, is uh, wish them all the best. But meanwhile, what do you think? Uh, you know, uh, the international community will be interested in under the uh, uh, the new leadership. As you know, congratulatory messages kept pouring in since the announcement of Hassan Sheikh as the newly elected president.
0: Well, I think the international community has accepted the choice of uh, you know Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud and the process that brought him uh, into office. Because there were congratulatory messages, like you said. From across the world, it shows the acceptability of that leadership mm. in Somalia. But uh, above all, uh, Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud really needs to uh, try as much as possible to see that he returned the country on the ideal verge of um, democracy, allowing the uh, you know one man one vote uh, you know principle to mm. play out in future elections. Even though there were moves, I think, when he was there, but it was scuttled by the clan and the clan leaders because of the influence they wielded under this arrangement that allowed them to nominate uh, you know, delegates that uh, will subsequently elect members of parliament. Mm-hmm. So the clan and the clans are the ones that we are partly responsible for thwarting that plan in the first place when he was there as president to ensure that the universal suffrage principle that allows for the one-man-one-vote principle mm-hmm. to play out was off. So I think uh, for the international community most of these uh, countries especially the western countries are more interested in having an entrenched democratic system not only in somalia but across the globe so i believe that uh, this is another area that uh, you know the new leadership must try to leverage on in terms of getting the support of these countries to really do whatever it takes within the shortest possible time to restore confidence by returning the country on the verge of ideal democratic, uh, you know, uh, principle. I think this is very, very important.
1: All right. So what do you think should be the priority of the government at this present time?
0: Well, the priority, if you trace the problems in my line of thoughts, Mm. I think the priority will be first to ensure that uh, the economy is reflated so that the people begin to have a sigh of relief that uh, a new leadership that they, you know, entrenched through their representatives is, uh, you know, working to. Uh, you know, is their suffering. And unfortunately, for most of the African countries that are dependent on imports, of which Somalia is one, the current war between Russia and Ukraine will also exacerbate the situation. But I think that uh, African Union are looking at, uh, you know, how to arrive at a solution to some of the challenges that this war, you know, is bringing. So this will also exacerbate the situation in Somalia. The economy is something that must be fixed. Secondly, the issue of climate change, which is a global phenomenon, I think for uh, Hassan Sheikh Mahmood, the government really needs to leverage on partnerships, especially of the uh, you know, uh, donors and international community. In order to bring in uh, you know uh, mitigating strategies to the impact of climate change drought and famine are very very visible Mm. in arid uh, you know parts of um, you know somalia so uh, uh, strengthening the citizens especially those on the agro and pastoral agro communities on resilient strategies of agricultural livestock uh, you know production will be another priority that the government should really uh, you know concentrate so that in the end uh, there won't be uh, you know more citizens leaving the country and moving into uh, you know some countries that are contagion to that country because they themselves those countries that are contagion to Somalia are not in any way safe mm. so I think this is another area that the government should really focus its attention on thirdly like I said democracy has become the new or the new global order, and I believe that uh, even for Somalians, they will want a situation whereby their votes will count rather than leveraging on clans and clan leaders to select, uh, you know, representatives that will make the selection on their behalf. So I think returning the country on the ideal verge of democracy will be another major, uh, you know, issue that uh, you know the. Government under uh, Hassan Sheikh Mahmood should focus its attention. So like I said, if you trace the problems the response should be based on the identified problems and there are about five problems that as it is, you know are very pronounced. Lastly, uh, the uh, Having the international community on the side of the new leadership would be very very much of help to that government because as it is uh, There are certain areas that really the country you know will have to seek for assistance of the international community and donor partners and i believe that uh the reason why some of those uh, you know countries and donor partners we are not in any way forthcoming was because of the fear that they had that uh, that process could be truncated the process i mean that brought in the new leadership but now that the new leadership is in place i believe that uh, uh, Hassan sheikh mahmoud should leverage on that to seek for more partnership because as it is that horn of africa like i said is one of the uh, you know conflict prone regions of the world so somalia because of the challenges, I think partnership will be very, very important at this point. And this is something the government must leverage on in order to address some of the concerns of the citizens. This is the Africa Weekly Podcast. Brought to you by Kabara Media.
1: So do you think Somalians will be optimistic that this development provides, you know, the country the opportunity to move forward looking at how uh, some of the issues currently bedeviling, uh, you know, uh, the country were also pronounced during the first term of Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud as president?
0: Well, yes, I agree with you because everything, according to John Maxwell, uh, rise and falls or leadership. Mm. So now that the leadership is put in place, I believe that uh, Somalians are optimistic that, uh, you know, the country can be restored to its uh, positive developmental trajectory as it was before the uh, you know, uh, 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 crisis. But I believe that uh, the solution might not really be in the in, in you know in the immediate. Mm. So I think some interim, medium as well as uh, long term measures will have to be rolled out that will really, uh, you know, build the confidence among the citizens that yes, this is a government that has you know come in place that has been put in place to address their concerns but i am also optimistic that uh, because of the you know the way and manner the government was accepted by the people it shows that the people are optimistic that uh, better days lies ahead if possible the restoration of the country to the uh, you know situation it was before the uh, you know conflict as well as the deterioration of the economy
1: okay so moving forward uh, do you think um Or better still, let me put it this way. Uh, Can the new leadership on the Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud, you know, change the present democratic setting in Somalia, where citizens will be allowed to vote on the principle of one person, one vote, just like you rightly said earlier, in line with the, uh, you know, democracy?
0: Yes, I believe that uh, the country under Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud can do that because he has demonstrated that will when he was there, you know, for his first time like i said that plan was thwarted by uh, you know clan as well as the clan leaders because of the influence that uh, you know they enjoy under this uh, system but i believe that with continuous engagement i believe that uh, the clans as well as the clan leaders will see reason on the need for the country to be restored you know, on the ideal democratic path, because that is what will, you know, give it the acceptability that it needs in order to leverage on partnership to solve some of its problems. But for the country to, uh, you know, close its, eye, if the country chooses to look the other way and say that uh, it will continue with this system, I don't think it's something that uh, the international community will welcome at this point. So I think I'm confident that since an effort was made in the past, certainly that effort can be, uh, you know, looked into again we do hope that uh, those concerned will really see reason as to why they should accept the universal, the universal standard hmm. of uh, you know, election leadership at different levels.
1: Okay, so what kind of support do Somalians need at the moment You know, for donors, allies, and um, by extension, the international community?
0: Well, first, uh, the country will require or will need financial and economic support because uh, for the economy to be reflated, we really need to see financial and economic support. Uh, you know rolled out for somalia to really uh, you know come out of the woods secondly in terms of the uh, you know resilient techniques and measures like i told you in order to uh, you know combat the uh, global phenomenon of um, climate change of which it will require also the expertise of countries that have demonstrated uh, you know commitment especially in boosting agriculture even in arid zones for instance, countries like Israel, countries like Saudi Arabia, and host of other European countries have demonstrated commitment that even within, uh, you know, the desert, you know, uh, food can be produced. Yeah. So these are some of the techniques that uh, you know at this point Somalians will require. But these techniques are expensive, mm-hmm. and of course, it will require, like I said, the assistance of donor, uh, you know, agencies as well as uh, international partnerships. Mm-hmm. But above all, these are some of the you know areas that. Uh, you know, the country should, uh, you know, really seek for assistance. And if it is able to get the assistance as soon as possible, it will change the narrative. But uh, I think also another very, you know, area that uh, the country should be focused on at this point is uh, how to win the confidence of the, uh, you know, citizens. Because whatever measures the government will roll out, if the citizens, you know, do not accept it, then the impact will not be felt the way the government will want it to be. So I think that uh, above all, government should begin to think of how to restore confidence of the citizens in order to have this feeling that a new government has come, a government that will really address their concerns, mm-hmm. concerns relating to climate change, even though this is a global phenomenon. But I think that at this juncture, even Africa should, be, should begin to think of how to hold, you know, affluent nations, uh, you know, accountable for the actions, because the more affluent a country is, the more affluent it will be. So most of the, uh, you know, causes of the climate change are perpetrated far away, far away from Africa. But Africa is the, uh, you know, is the suffering point at this point. So I think that, uh, well, African Union can make a case that uh, those responsible for some of these uh, phenomenon in the magnitude that uh, Africans are feeling mm. should also begin to think of how they can also support substantially the way and, you know, in a manner that uh, such impacts could be mitigated.
1: Okay. Al-Shabaab continues, you know, cruelty is affecting the development of the horn of African nation, which we all know. Terrorism has become a global phenomenon as well. What kind of relationship, you know, should Somalia seek, especially from her neighbors?
0: Well, I think cooperation is what Somalia needs at this point. But unfortunately for Somalia, like I said, if you look at the horn of Africa, most of the countries do have internal, uh, you know, violent conflicts. Mm. Sudan, South Sudan, name them, and Ethiopia, the Tigray region. So, but still for Somalia to win the war against Al Shabaab, because terrorism has no boundary, mm. it has no borders. So what is important is to seek for the cooperation of her neighbors and at the same time seek for the cooperation of the international community. Uh, if the international community fails to act in dealing with activities of terrorism, then of course they themselves cannot be safe from the activities of terrorists. Like we've seen, uh, you know how t- terrorism has entered even the most policed nations on earth. Mm. So I believe that uh, first her neighbors must come to the new government must seek for the part uh, for the cooperation of you know, the countries that are contagion to Somalia and secondly, seek for international support because there is a global alliance as it is to fight terrorism and of which if Somalia, you know, indicated interest in terms of her willingness to accept the international community, to come forward and render whatever assistance necessary, I'm sure the international community will not hesitate to do that. But as it is, uh, the, turn of, the horn of Africa really is having its own share of uh, cruelty of, uh, you know, terrorists of which Al shabaab has proven to be one of the deadliest, uh, you know, terrorist organization within that uh, region.
1: Okay, well, that will be all for now. Thank you, Abakar Ahmed. We really appreciate your contribution on the programme. Thank you for your time.
0: It's indeed a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Don't forget that on the programme, we are analysing the recent presidential election in Somalia, which came after long delays. Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud, that served the country, emerged as the newly elected president after a contest that was populated by over 30 candidates. However, Hassan Sheikh Mahmoud is coming in at a time of heightened challenges bordering on the aimed conflict, economy, and climate change bedeviling the horn of African nation. But these are strong indication of acceptance of the election by the international community, even though conducted by few minority citizens as members of parliament. Abu Bakr Ahmed. I really appreciate your contribution on the program. And thank you for listening. From me, hat Belagubir, and the entire team, we say bye for now. See you next week. This episode
0: of the Africa Weekly Podcast was brought to you by Kabara Media. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, drop a comment and share to family and loved ones.